Yes, yes, yes. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Fun Shack. Uh, we've been away for a little bit, but, uh, well, frankly, there wasn't much to talk about because the season was over and we had to wait for uh, some more Arsenal stuff to happen. And boy, has it happened. <laughs> uh, pretty pretty grim week for, uh, for Arsenal fans, um, but uh, we'll get into that in a minute. I'm Ollie Munster uh, from online. And uh, with me, as always, here in the uh, in the fun shack is uh, the Yeet Man. Lawrence. Hi, hello, uh, hello, bonjour. That's uh, Lawrence Lawrence Yates. Guten Tag at Epic Skater. Epic Skate Ada. Sorry, yes, Epic Skate Ada. <laughs> That's I can't believe that wasn't already taken. Yeah, That's, uh, I just yeah. came up with it walking the dog one day. I, was mm. like, I need a name. Mm. There we go, found it. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, the two of us are the junior, the titular junior funners. Mm. Uh, if you've never listened before, this is a, a podcast nominally about Arsenal, the, the football club. But uh, I don't know, we, uh, we're we not particularly focused. We got off on a lot of tangents, but uh, we do have to, unfortunately, cover a, a couple of things uh, from when we last uh, recorded. Um, so here's Arsenal news. Yeah, uh, not not a lot of good news. No. So uh, yeah, uh, last uh, last Wednesday was the uh, Europa League final, and uh, yeah, the all the all English Europa League final between Arsenal and Chelsea. I believe did we both predict an Arsenal win? I think I I did. Yeah, well, I did. I'm pretty sure I, I did. Because I thought uh, Chelsea aren't that good, and we mm. could beat them because mm. we had done um, in the second game in the Premier League. Yeah, it was like two 0 or something. We'd be and it was. It could have been more, couldn't it? It was yeah. pretty, pretty easy. But um, not this time around. It all just. Nah. It was going so well. About half time, it was going so. And then that first fifteen minutes of the second half, it was just just a complete the worst. Yeah, embarrassing, insane uh, capitulation. Um, yeah, yeah, really, just a, yeah. So the 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 final score was was four one to Chelsea. Um, so pretty pretty comprehensively beaten. Um, no real way to spin it other than, as Lauren said, we just completely fell apart uh, early in the second half. Um, I think I what what do you what's your reading on sort of what precipitated that? Because I I just sort of well, took it as a another sort of another in a long line of matches where we've ju- we just away from home for whatever reason they just can't they just I don't know they lose focus or something I've, or. I think from just from because I'm more of a tactics kind of guy, and I just think three five two against four three three isn't the right formation because yeah. three at the back against three up front, it's one on one. There's no spare man, and it's just it became a bit. It became, I think I don't know whether Sorry just said to Hazard and Pedro just stay close to Giroud and play, yeah. and then you just you know you either get the ball or Giroud anyway, and. Um, yeah, I think three five two was probably the wrong formation for me. But um. yeah, I think you're right because it also means that, like, I, yeah, the midfield also kind of just gets yeah too. We basically had no crowded. midfield because Urza was playing. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, already already a man down basically. Um, 
I think, yeah, I think I, I, I predicted, yeah, that he wouldn't uh, show up and again, once again, proven right. Um, yeah, and you mentioned Giroud. I mean, him scoring the, it was the first goal, wasn't it, that he scored yeah. and it, I, that, that was a kind of big kind of poetic betrayal. Yeah. <laughs> Former Arsenal. Where uh, they do that thing where they celebrate, but then they kind of don't look like they're celebrating. Mm. So it's like, anyway. yeah. I kind of feel like, well, in many ways, you know, fair enough, because I, I kind of feel he shouldn't have left. And and I mean, I know I like Bamyang and like I said, fine, but it's like, this is the sort of thing you do in the summer, not halfway through a season, you get rid of a yeah. guy who is very important in many ways to how the team plays. Yeah. And then you just take out Giroud and Sanchez in the same transfer. Yeah. And, you, you know. Yeah, that was... Uh... Yeah, yeah, especially like yeah, two guys that can really change a match and did on a pretty regular basis change matches for mm. for Arsenal. Um, just yeah, losing them in a in a within a matter of weeks of each other. Uh, yeah, that sucks. But uh, yeah, so we uh, lost one, once again. Uh, lost a European final. Um, yeah, one more one more season without any any trophies from uh, from Europe. Um, and that also it's so weird when people like talk about how Chelsea are wheels coming off at Chelsea when they've won in the last three seasons they won the league uh two seasons three seasons ago and then they won the FA Cup last year yeah and this year they won the Europa League yeah they're pretty in many ways still winning things even though people keep saying wheels are coming off wheels are coming off I mean yeah we've we've talked about it before but yeah Chelsea are a weird one because it is just like it there's no there doesn't seem to be any kind of metric for success there. It literally doesn't matter if you're the manager at Chelsea. It it, mm. it doesn't matter what you do or what you win. Like they've they've sacked managers that have won in the Champions League. They've sacked managers that have won in the Premiership. You know, less than a season after they've done that. Um, it's just yeah, it doesn't it doesn't seem to matter. It's just always yeah, Chelsea are always apparently on the brink of collapse, and yet they still manage to win a trophy every season or so. <laughs> It's, got, yeah, yeah, been in two finals this year. Yeah, the league was it league cup and the yeah. Europa League. So they're fairly they still achieve things to an extent, but mm. I don't know. So that's uh, yeah. Once again, trophyless um, transfer window looking a bit bleak as well. Um, transfer budget, who knows what we're going to end up spending. Um, yeah. I, fo- I follow some accounts that like uh, track sort of what goes on, sort of Arsenal news types uh, Twitter accounts, and they talk about like Aubameyang might uh, be going to China or something like that. Yeah, I don't buy that. <laughs> uh, or, or something like, which is a bit more believable, like Shoney might be going to Bordeaux or something like that, and yeah. Thomas Mounier to Arsenal, but why would you go from PSG? Where you can coast, yeah. Arsenal. I don't know why, but um, I mean the atmosphere. We again something we've talked about. The atmosphere at PSG seems a bit um, mm. volatile. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. So yeah, it might he might just want a bit of an easier know. life. But Lichstein has left now, and yeah. I think Carl Jenkins will probably be going. But yeah, I think I was surprised that he was still there. To be honest, and mm. he, he went out on loan so many times. I, I, yeah, I was I was surprised that he was still around. I'd quite liked him as a player, but it's just the moment the moment seems to have well and truly passed where he's yeah. you know, where he had any kind of He's like the last opportunity. Of, him and Ramsey are probably like the last of that group of like Wilshire, Chamberlain, Walcott. Yeah. 
uh, Jenkinson, yeah. Ramsey, and then, yeah, I think. Yeah, that Ramsey. crop of, uh, of play. I think, yeah, the only one. All, all the rest have probably have, have gone. Yeah, there's only sort of like Callum Chambers maybe, but he was sort of a little bit after that. Mm. But he's... Because he was, he was only on loan at Fulham, wasn't he? So I think... He, I think... I can't remember. I think he might have... No, no, he's coming back. He's coming back. I think back. he is coming yeah. back, yeah. Um, yeah, so that'll be good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Arsenal need defenders. Um, that's the, the main takeaway. The one room I've been reading was... a. Uh, 17 year old from Saint Etienne, and I can't remember his name. Sounds about right. 17 years old. French teenager, and, very, um, right in the Arsenal wheelhouse. We're going, and then there's a, a 17 year old from Brazil, I can't remember his name either, but uh, that they've allegedly signed, mm. I think. This is because I think Edu, former player, Edu is going to be the <coughs> technical no, uh, head of recruitment or something like that. And uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so hopefully. People have been saying potentially might be able to get some Brazilian players or some South American players or whatever, and um, but yeah. who knows? But I, yeah, no, I haven't really kept track of his career post Arsenal, so I don't know he's at, where um, his connections are. He's working with the Brazil national team at the moment. That's cool. Um, I, I think he's in some kind of higher up position that there. Like, did he? Was he? Was he part of the Brazil team that like won the World Cup and that? Or I don't know. Would that have been? No, I, Maybe trying to not. think of, because that was what was that 2002 Two, yeah that would have been when he was Possibly, around about when he was playing wasn't it yeah I don't know um, excuse me sorry that's I've got to stop doing that on mic it's gross um, can check once again drinking the Heineken um, since we, I guess since you know we're talking about European football and that makes sense kind of I suppose uh, but yeah yeah so Arsenal need uh as we've been saying for the last decade or so, uh, they need defenders. They need players that can actually, I don't know, just stay in position. That seems to be a big problem, like just, just mm. holding the shape. Um, a lot of players that just... We talked about Mustafi before, the way he just sort of drifts out of position and doesn't really try and get back. He just you know, throws his arm up and tries to claim offside. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I read Samuel and... Umtiti at Barcelona was another rumor. Mm. That's always that's been going on for a few months. Good name, now, but um, Umtiti again. Uh, if there's a reason why he's leaving, but if if they're just rumors, but I don't know if supposedly they don't want him at Barcelona. And is he is he just not that good as a defender? And so, do you really <laughs> want to take a risk? Yeah. Um. And he wasn't, you know. Seems fairly decent to me. Uh, yeah, decent ball playing kind of centre back. It's, uh, depending on who you ask, it's like yeah, Barcelona sort of uh, seem a bit like Chelsea. It's like you know they're they're kind of mm. just about to implode, uh, apparently. But I yeah, I don't know. I don't so know. It's going to go buy all the Ajax players. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get we'll have we'll have uh, Frank De Jong and uh, De Ligt. Is that his name? Oh uh, yeah, De Ligt. De Ligt. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then uh, yeah. On top of that, on top of the the disappointment of the uh, Europa League, um, former Arsenal striker and uh, I believe previous record signing prior to uh, Meza Özil, uh, Jose Antonio Reyes, um, unfortunately, very sadly, passed away in a, a car accident. Um, not really anything funny to say about that. It's very sad. He was thirty five years old. Um, that sucks. Um, yeah, 
Apparently he was going to also be coming into the club as part of the coaching. Yeah, he supposedly. because he played under yeah. Emery at uh, Sevilla. Sevilla. Yeah. So, yeah, he knew, he knew Emery through that. And obviously, yeah, he played at Arsenal during the Invincible season and played up front with Thierry Henry, um, who was a, a big fan of his. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it sucks. That's uh, very sad. Um, yeah, like I said, not not really much, <laughs> not really much to uh, to look for there in terms of uh, in terms of funny stuff. So we uh, move on to just sort of more broad football news. Um, playoffs have all are all finished, so we have got the three promoted clubs to the Premier League now. Um, we got what is it? It's, uh, it's Norwich, Norwich Sheffield, Sheffield United, United, and Aston Villa, and Villa. Yeah, so Villa are back. Whoopee. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think this this isn't the like Martin O'Neill Villa. Uh, it's kind of a bit more. I don't know how to describe it. I didn't. Yeah, I haven't really followed Villa since they got relegated. I just remember Tim Sherwood's uh, yeah. brief uh, reign there, um, which was as hilarious as, yeah, we, his, um, as his stint at Tottenham. That was where the 4-0 FA Cup final against them. That, yeah, that was, Sherwood was there. That was brilliant. Yeah, It was just like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was just so funny. Um, but yeah, yeah, because that... Yeah, the, the, has he managed since then? I don't think he no, has, has he? he's just no. become pundit on Sky, I think. Yeah, offering... Uh, and he was on... That insight. Was on, I think he might have been on BT, final day of the season. Good God! Yeah, they always put out the the greats. Yeah, <clears throat> um, like BN Sports when the Champions League had Mourinho and Wenger sitting next to each other, <laughs> two people who I thought hated one another. Yeah, and they were sitting there being all chummy and like there's, <laughs> and then on BT you have uh, who do you have? You have Michael Owen and Glenn Hoddle and uh, yeah, uh, and uh, who else? When was commentary it was Jermaine Genus. Oh yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it was that was yeah. I suppose we probably should talk about that. Yeah, Liverpool uh, won the Champions League, sixth Champions League for them. We did. I think we correctly predicted that, didn't we? Yeah. I think we yeah, it, it, possibly biased against Spurs, but mm. um, yeah, the the Jermaine Genius and Glenn Hoddle as as former <laughs> former Spurs players. Um, it's fair to say they were pretty disgruntled on on the BT yeah. Sports coverage. Um, in that the, was never a handball. Yeah, the, that was weird because at the end, in the analysis, like the end of the first half, they all pretty much agreed. It was like it was Gary Lineker, Rio Ferdinand, yeah. Michael Owen, and uh, and Glenn Hoddle. They all pretty much agreed that it it was a the, the first goal was definitely a penalty. Um, within twenty seconds, that is uh, Musa Sissoko had his arm in, you know, an unnatural position and brought it down towards the ball and yeah. the ref's got, based on the current interpretation of the law, the ref has to award like, it. If you, you kind of feel if he hadn't moved his arm down mm. and then touched the ball, he wouldn't have been a pen. Yeah. You kind of, if he just maybe pulled it back in a way, yeah. maybe it wouldn't have been called a penalty. But um, but yeah, he moved his arm down and it, yeah. yeah so, so it is just, and then his arm, it wasn't arm first, it was... Chest and arm, wasn't it? Something like that. Something Shoulder, like that. Yeah, yeah. kind of it almost got like stuck in his armpit. Like it was, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, they all pretty much agreed that it was a penalty. And then after the match was over, Glenn Hoddle suddenly got very indignant about the uh, penalty being awarded and saying that, you know, he was kind of dressed like Scarface in a way. He was <laughs> a weird sort of blue suit on. He did it. Yeah, he had a sort of yeah, weirdly kind of um, yeah, like he'd been to a wedding. Distracting. Or <laughs> um. 
Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think him and Jermaine Genius were both saying that, yeah, Spurs deserve to win the match, uh, but they didn't. Um, I mean, yeah, Hoddle was saying that Allison was the man of the match, like, you know, Liverpool's goalkeeper, and it, I don't think you can really point to any of the saves he had to make and say that they weren't routine mm. at most. Like, it, yeah. they were all pretty comfortable. Yeah. Um, it just wasn't a great match. It just wasn't yeah. that much of a spectacle. They kind of, in a way, sort of cancelled each other out for the most part. Hmm. Like, uh, so it was just kind of like four on five against like five on five on six or whatever. Yeah. So it was just it just became sort of. I've never seen so many like long balls. Yeah, Spurs. Spurs clearly didn't have much of a game plan beyond just banking on Harry Kane, and it became obvious pretty quickly that he wasn't fully fit. Mm. So, cheers for that, Pochettino. Um, You know, we say that ahead of the. Nations League matches. <laughs> um, so, yeah, once again, Harry Kane rushing back before he's fully fit and uh, just not playing very well. Um, yeah. And, that, yeah, they didn't they didn't really have... I don't know, what, they waited so long to bring on Lucas Moura. They, mm-hmm. It was, like, just beyond the hour mark, and it was, like, so obvious that nothing was going to give. I don't know why they didn't do it sooner. Yeah, why they played Ericsson on the right when he's not really a winger. Like, they played him as sort of, like, wayward players in the... Like on the le- on the right midfield, but then he would move sort of inside right, if you know what I mean, to sort of mm. um, make it four on four at, at the back of Liverpool. Yeah, and so they try and move Trippier as like their outlet. Yeah, yeah. So um, I d- yeah, it, it, not- why don't you just have like Lucas Mora and then have Eriksen in the midfield? Anyway, I'm not a Tottenham fan. I don't yeah. care about Tottenham. <laughs> yeah, don't help them. Yeah, um, I'm just saying logically, but we are talking about Tottenham. Yeah, of course. Ultimately, yeah. Don't probably shouldn't harp on too much about Tottenham, given given what we were just talking about. Um, But yeah, I I think, um, like I said, just not a not a very great match. I think, but given the journey that both those teams had to the final, how spectacular it all was. um, Yeah, the final probably couldn't. In looking back on it. The final couldn't really live up to the the whole build up, especially when match. it's like a month after the season's finished. Everybody's like a bit um, not quite as fit. Yeah, that was weird. The 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 huge gap between the end of the season and yeah the yeah. the final probably didn't help anyone. And they were the, apparently the conditions they were playing in it was just like a like a swamp basically. Yeah. Just yeah, so hot and humid. So I thought they were going to play at the Bernabeu, but they played at. Atletico Madrid's new stadium. Yeah. So it's kind of like... It's kind of like getting... Uh, you know, it's like those memes, you know. The... Uh, what you what it looks like on the poster versus what I got. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going to Madrid final and you end up... At, oh, the... Uh, this... Not the Bernabeu, no, no. Yeah. Not that one. And it is kind of bullshit that the Champions League final was in Madrid on a Saturday night, whereas... Uh, yeah, the Europa League yeah, final we, in Baku. In Azerbaijan, where yeah. there was only like, was it 2,000 tickets or so allocated to Arsenal and Chelsea fans or something like that? I, I, I think it was 5,000 yeah. in total um, Chelsea fans. And yeah, I think. And then the rest, it was just, you know, it felt like a pre season game. I mean, yeah. It was the, the, there was no atmosphere really. It was just like yeah. I'm watching a pre season game. Yeah, I feel bad for any fans that had to, in the in the middle of the week had to travel all that way out. And it, the 
apparently the local kickoff time was like 11 p.m. as mm. well. So it was just, you know, the whole thing wouldn't have finished till gone one in the morning. Um, so, yeah, that that also sucked. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Liverpool, Champions League, I, I mean, I, I think we're both happy with that, right? Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Uh, not just because they were playing Tottenham, yeah. but, you know, I think Liverpool, on balance, deserve definitely deserved something out of this season. Mm. It would have been insane if yeah. they didn't. Like it's a good redemption story for Salah after what happened last last season with Sergio Ramos. For sure, literally yeah. throwing him to the ground and breaking breaking his shoulder or whatever. Yeah, yeah, breaking that was some bullshit. Arm. Yeah, so uh, he got his he got his redemption anyway. So yeah, yeah, and Klopp's finally got a. Uh, a proper trophy to end it, yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did think a couple of times. Like I said, you know, Allison did have to make uh, a few saves, but there weren't anything more than comfortable. Um, but I did think, were this last year's final, and it was, you know, if it was Mignolet or mm. even Carrius in goal, um, yeah, Spurs, Spurs would probably have been able to find a way back into the match because. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the the difference between them in quality um, in terms of being a goalkeeper is just insane. It's funny how when uh, Liverpool played Roma in the Champions League, when Alisson was at Roma, and they kind of made him look a bit like he was kind of average the way they were sort of. But it, it was also the fact that Roma's defense was kind of crappy. But um, yeah, Salah especially made Alisson kind of look like a bit of a mug, but, <laughs> like a damn fool. Yeah, but um, yeah, he's a pretty good goalkeeper. Mm. Which, yeah, yeah, pretty good. Which yeah. Arsenal would him, but never mind. Leno's all right, you know. I'm just saying. Yeah, I think I don't know. He's young, isn't he? But yeah, I, yeah I, I, he might uh, mature into a uh, like a world class goalie, but I don't, I don't really see it at the moment. Mm. Um, yeah, that was the other thing. We, I feel like we let down Peter Cech. Um I don't know if we really should have played him because um, <laughs> he's. But it's not. It wasn't. The goals weren't necessarily his fault. But yeah. He, he's going to go off to Chelsea to be a, their sporting director, something like that. Yeah. He's going to be part of their staff next so, season. Yeah, he doesn't really care. Um, so he's kind of like, why don't you just play Leno? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, what a disaster. Mm. Anyway. Um, so that's, uh, yeah, that's that's football news. That's what, yeah, looking looking ahead, we got the, uh, as we mentioned a moment ago, the Nations League, um, the biggest biggest prize in football as far as anyone knows this is the first one so we don't we don't actually know if it's important or not um you know it might it might just kind of fade after this inaugural one but uh if we win it then it's a you know we won we won something yeah we being england um we can we can use the money to buy players mm, mm. can bring in uh i don't know yeah, just find out like, some of those Dutch players are pretty good. Yeah, find out that like Lionel Messi has yeah. like a, a grandfather from. Um, <laughs> he's got like a yeah, he's got like a grandfather from Burnley or something. Um, yeah, what are you going to say, Berlin? <laughs> oh, careful. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, that wouldn't help us. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's what are the, it's. We're playing Holland. We are, yeah, we are playing Netherlands, yeah. And uh, who are the other teams? Is it Switzerland and Sport- Portugal? Switzerland and Portugal tonight, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Tonight uh, being Wednesday. Um, so, yeah, I mean, could beat all of those teams. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, Evans have some like. Well, now they have like Van Dyke and Dijk, who are pretty decent. And but I would say up front they still have like Ryan Barbo still playing. They're still picking Ryan Barbo. Wow. That's. I mean, he, he did pretty and, well at Fulham, but yeah. it was like too late. But, but I think up front they're not as good. No. So we, you know, defensively good, but offensively not as good. So I think either way, we could we could still win. We could squeeze something out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I reckon so. Um, yeah, and then uh, yeah, play the winner of Switzerland or Portugal. Um, Looking out for this uh, new hot Portuguese player, uh, Jao Felix. Yeah, who's you know another hot prospect they've got now. All big clubs apparently going to... He's been, been linked with West Ham. That's, that's how you know someone's good. Possibly. Because West Ham just inexplicably managed to link themselves with every... Pl- like, it, it's... No matter no matter the, no matter what the tier of player is, mm. the, the West Ham always seem to link themselves to them. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. So, well, I mean, they've got to replace Andy Carroll, of course, because he's, oh, yeah. he's off. He's, he's, he's gone. Uh, he's out of contract, so... Damn. That's pretty but, funny that he's not been linked with anyone. No one's no one's excited well, about Andy Carroll now. I think he said in an interview he doesn't like football, and he's had to wick, use uh, Google <laughs> to like look up certain players who they are. Wow, he doesn't like. He apparently has no interest. Huh? But You'd could never be guess. wrong. Could be wrong, but um, this is what I've heard. <laughs> well, I mean, I, you know, it, it it could be that yeah, he's not interested in football, or it could just be that he's not very bright. Yeah. I mean, who's I mean, to say? He was, there was that what around sort of twenty twelve where he he was sort of okay, did all right for England in the Euros, I remember. For a bit. That was around the time that he went to Liverpool, wasn't it? Yeah. For uh, thirty million quid. That was back yeah. when that was a lot of money. Um I mean he did yeah. there was that yeah. What eight years what are we talking now? Seven years ago. Mm. Yeah, and he still the players still have that ponytail. Yeah, the uh, Ibrahimovic. Bad luck. It's like what? It's it's not twenty fourteen anymore or thirteen anymore. I do, or yeah. even twenty eleven. I don't. I don't think that's ever looked good. So it's, it's, it's yeah. The man bun. Ponytails. Yeah, ponytails on men. I, just let just, it. Let it hang. It's, yeah, it exactly. Hang. Yeah, be free. Um. But uh, yeah, <sighs> yeah. Fuck Andy Carroll. That reminds me. Actually, we uh, do a quick uh, Joey Barton update. Uh, arrested last week for uh, getting in a fight on a beach on a stag do. Oh god! Just uh, poor guy. Damn. Just everyone's out to get him. Damn. Pressing F right now. Can't pressing ca- F. <laughs> I would, but I might. You know, think. Yeah, we don't want to fuck up the recording. Yeah. But uh, yeah, guy. If just I can't. could press an F, I would, but I just can't. I'm sorry, Joey. I you just can't. Press a mental F. Mm. But uh, yeah, yeah, poor guy just can't can't catch a break. Um, just another 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 uh, bit of bad luck on that that streak that he's on. Um, but um, sorry, I'm just swallowing a fingernail there. Um, <laughs> but we can't we can't name him dipshit of the week uh, because I think we've already named him previously. So that leads me on to the the next subject. Um, that I was uh, going to just to get us off of football a little bit because the season's over and there's not a whole lot of football stuff to chat about um, which is something I've been thinking about for uh, for a little bit which is uh, dumb smart people um, this is something that's uh, particularly this is a, a phenomenon that I've become more aware of since becoming incredibly online uh, since you know joining Twitter uh, nine years ago um, 
and I, I, did, I, I tweeted about it sort of fairly recently that it, I, for all of Twitter's faults, it has it, it's it's made me aware of uh, just how dumb, especially when it comes to like mega rich people, um, a lot of like you know billionaires. Um, every, I think everyone just assumes that they. <laughs> that they earned that money through being smarter than it. Like they, they gamed the system somehow and we can't get that money back from them because they earned it through being clever. Uh, and it turns out that most mega rich people are actually uh, just, just stupid. Um, and you know, they get that money by either inheriting it or by fucking a lot of people over, um, you know, not paying their workers enough, uh, skirting around a lot of tax laws and things like that. Um, so it, it, yeah, so I want to focus more on smart people that are, that are dumb. That's kind of a subset of, of that. Um, so I got a, I got a list of a, a few people here. Lauren, did, did anyone, anyone spring to mind particularly when I, when you think of dumb, smart people? Well, for me, because maybe around the early 2010s, I was into that atheism stuff for a bit. I think like a lot of people have that phase, yeah. Christopher Hitchens is probably my pick for uh, sort of, but, you know, he's, he's no longer with us, but... Uh, yeah, so you can say what you want, he can't defend himself. Yeah, I'm not, I used to be into those sorts of people, but I'm not anymore, and uh, I disavow that kind of stuff. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, this sort of dumb people's idea of, of an intellectual, like, just just saying God ain't real. Yeah. Oh, I'm, look how clever and enlightened I am. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, whatever. He, was Chris Virgin's the one that said, that had that thing about uh, women aren't funny. Yeah. And here's the, <laughs> here's the science behind it that I've spent yeah. all of 20 seconds thinking about. Mm. Um. Yeah, just a just a cool guy, just a real real cool guy. And it's Peter Hitchens is the racist one. Is that is that? Yeah, he's more, he's, you know, his more conservative brother. Yeah, he's like you know, works for the Mail on Sunday or something like that. Yeah, of course, obviously. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah he's the he's the the so he's just like a dumb dumb person. Whereas uh, Chris Hitchens was a, a dumb smart person. But I think yeah, that's that's a good that's a good starting point. That's that's a good kind of like archetype for for that type of um, smart person yeah, that just says really stupid shit. Because unfortunately, I'll admit I did have my uh, George Carlin, Bill Hicks phase. You know, when you're into those kind of yeah, the, yeah. that kind of stuff where like all their videos are like George Carlin exposes our government. Yeah, Bill Hicks exposes Christians. Yeah, or something like that or exposes religion or something like that. And I'm just like I. Re- you know, grow up. People. Yeah, that shit is like it's wild because, like, I think, especially with Bill Hicks, like Bill Hicks was a funny comedian, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. That's like people that act like you some sort of like great, like political prophet or yeah. like a great thinker or whatever. He's just kind of he's just sort of like a smug asshole. Um, I think if he had, but died- that's funny. Like that's I don't like that's his act. Like that when he's just doing that on stage, like that's funny. Yeah. But don't, like, take it and put it on this thing where it's, like, you know... Don't make it your personality. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Don't make it, like... Don't be like, oh, he's the Socrates of our times. Like, yeah. it's... Yeah, like, he just... Uh, I do kind of think he would have been like an Alex Jones. Like, either way, he would have either been, like, a, um, one of those um, late-night yeah. comedian types, or he would have become like an Alex Jones. For sure, I think he would have. I, I read an article, I 
think it was written by Richard Herring about 10 years ago uh, about exactly that, um, about the, the whole thing that they're like, the way that like Bill Hicks has been kind of like lionized um, is because basically he died before he got to the stage, before he got to like the Eddie Murphy, Robin Williams stage in his career yeah. where he was making like awful family movies. Yeah. So he's the the purity of him still kind of exists as an idea for a lot of these um, just awful comedy gatekeepers that are just like you know if you're not telling the truth, man, if it's yeah. not real, man, it's not real comedy. You just you're getting up there with your your alternative comics now with the safe spaces. Like it, it, it's yeah, all the Nick DiPaolo fucking guys. Um, it, I like I like on Twitter. I see some of these people who I think you're referring to who say like. Oh no! Well, I think Twitter's like shadow banning me because I've been getting less uh, interactions, oh, yeah. that, that's and, so and funny. I just feel like you feel like replying. Maybe it's just because no one cares about you. And yeah, you, maybe you suck because you're not as not that good anymore. <laughs> Everyone's got bored of you and moved on. The whole idea of shadow banning is fucking hilarious. It is like it's it's a real kind of like when you're trying to explain the phenomenon of corn cobbing to people. Like yeah. that is. I, again, for anyone, any one of our listeners that isn't uh, terminally online in the way that we are, corn cobbing it refers to a, a tweet by a fellow by the name of, uh, of Dr- at Drill, D-R-I-L, um, in which he, uh, the, the tweet is basically a guy uh, just repeatedly saying, I'm not owned, I'm not owned, as I shrink down into a corn cob. Um and that's just become like a shorthand for anybody that uh, has been called out or is getting owned and just refuses to let it go, you know, that will just insist that they are in fact not getting owned. And uh, a lot of times it's actually funny to them. They're actually laughing um, when, when you know, you're acting like they're getting owned as they shrink down to uh, to a corn cob. Um, but yeah, the the idea that like yeah, shadow it can't just be that uh, no one's paying attention to me because I'm stupid or boring. It has to be twi- Twitter is censoring me. I'm being censored by liberal Twitter um, into <laughs> into not being higher up the ti- up, higher up the TL. Like, I just I just feel bad for the um, people that reply guys. Like yeah. when I talked about um, when I made the little. Um, Cheeky remark when Paul Joseph Watson made a tweet about, um, oh, this article about wanting everyone to vote in US elections. And I jokingly said, oh, I agree. Thumbs up. Sort of semi joking. And uh, people were like, I got like, you know, several responses from people just like, you do realize that would be the end <laughs> of democracy. You do realize you'd have to pay taxes first. And it's just, like, sir, 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 sir. And they, and they have these terrible memes of like, Oh, Comparing memes. like the Democrat Party to the Nazi Party, yeah, and it's like it's, Hillary with like you know, a uh, mustache. The, Na- the Nazis had uh, socialists in their name; they were the National Socialism like Party. People over fifty should not be on this website. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a good example of that is John Cleese uh, yeah, last week yeah. uh, talking about how uh, London is no longer an English city. Uh, meanwhile, he lives in what is it? He lives in the Caribbean, Cleese, right? Yeah, yeah. Bahamas, maybe. Um, Somewhere. Yeah, I think he, he anyway. lives in the seventy-nine-year-old man. Uh, sorry, seventy-nine-year-old millionaire uh, tweeting from the uh, tweeting from the the Caribbean that London is no longer an English city. Um, and I'm pretty sure I remember before Milo Yiannopoulos got banned from 
Twitter or Facebook or mm. which I mean he's, he's banned from everywhere, which is which is great. Uh, that guy's train wreck. But it, yeah, he, what, he's two million dollars in the hole, right? I think he's yeah, he's, he's, in, just, he's in a ton of debt because yeah. um, he had to. I think he had to give back his book advance, and then that tour he was going to go on uh, just got like cancelled. And yeah, I kind of feel though that I, I have because the world of Bigfoot has taught me to be skeptical. Yeah, it's <laughs> question like everything. I've I've known about these kind of um, grifters. Yeah, they're called, and uh, it's just people. They just like to create hype. And I just don't know whether these tours are actually going to happen. I think they do it to sort of, to sort of generate some kind of money. I and think, then when yeah. they've made enough, they, well, oh, no, got shut down. Sorry, guys. Can't yeah. Come. I think you're right. A big part of it is so that they can, like, performatively uh, get banned from speaking on, like, college campuses and whatever. Um, so that they can then be like, look, look, I'm freedom of speech. I'm, I'm yeah. being, I'm being censored. My freedom of speech um, is just like, yeah, but it's like you don't have freedom of hate speech. Like, you know, if you're saying that, like, you know, all Muslims are trying to rape white women or whatever, uh, they, yeah, maybe, maybe people shouldn't have to hear that. Um, so it, it's, yeah, that's uh, it's just grifting, you know. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a, it's a big, big old grift. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of Bigfoot, is, is there any Bigfoot news? Um, not really. I mean, there's just been a few uh, conferences that people have. No, ah. no, no cool. I want something like an interesting, cool video, but there hasn't been anything. Yeah. I was going to talk about um, Jimmy Stewart's connection, like his brief little connection with the whole Yeti phenomena in the 50s. Oh, okay. Yeah, well. I need to. Um, come on to that in a in a. You want to do a future episode of that, or do you maybe want? Maybe to- I'll maybe I'll do it in the future again, okay. just to remind everybody. Yeah, we'll tease that because mm-hmm. that's yeah. I, I'm intrigued. I don't, I don't even know that. But you you were saying before we started recording that um a, another I don't know if he quite falls in the category of smart dumb people, but he's definitely someone that dumb people think is very smart. Joe Rogan mm-hmm. apparently made a Bigfoot documentary at one yeah, point. Yeah, it was. Uh, called uh, that was the only way. That's the way how I how I know who he is because mm. I've never had any interest in his stuff. Yeah, his show. You're not a big UFC um, fan. No, no. <laughs> like I make a joke in a way saying like boxing and UFC is fake. Yeah, but <laughs> to an extent, like at least for wrestling, you get your money's worth. I was going to say yeah, not not compared to the like, integrity of wrestling. Like UFC, it could be over within like ten seconds. Yeah, like at least for wrestling, you get to see like. 15, 20 minutes worth, really, yeah, an hour's worth. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's a, I only know who Joe Rogan is because he had um, one uh, a well-known Bigfoot guy who's an anthropologist at a university, Idaho State, I think. Mm. Uh, Shout yeah, out Jeff, Idaho State. Jeff Meldrum. Uh, it kind of reminds me of like a sort of like a Ned Flandersy type guy. He's got his glasses... <laughs> He used to have a moustache, but now it's a full beard now. But um, when I first saw him, he was kind of like... Be- be- kind of looked like a, Biddly foot? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> no, he's a, he seems like a decent guy. And uh, he was on Joe Rogan's show and he's, you know... Did he make him smoke weed? No, I hope not. But I didn't watch all of it. But... Um, uh, can you imagine um, Bigfoot went on the Joe Rogan experience and just got high as fuck? Yeah. That'd be like... Oh, that'd be epic, bro. Someone, yeah, epic. someone's probably made like a funny or die video about and, that. Um, yeah, that's how I know Joe Rogan's because he did a show called Joe Rogan Questions Everything, and the first episode was on Bigfoot, mm. and it was just a, your typical kind of. Um, it took a more kind of Bigfoot ain't real uh, 
uh, view of things. Yeah. He kind of took like the really obvious stuff that obviously if you are into Bigfoot, you would know this is obviously bullshit. But, uh, but that's the problem with um, especially American shows when it comes to something like Bigfoot. They just want, you know, to fill the advertising Again, space. Again, it's a grift. It's a, yeah, yeah, it is a grift. It's another grift. To, they just want a show that fills the advertising space on Animal Planet or Discovery Channel. And, it's pretty cool how Joe yeah. Rogan was like, Bigfoot's not real, but if you take DMT, uh, you can ascend to yeah. a higher plane of it's being. Like, he says That's definitely real. He says in his show that, oh yeah, I've been, I'm a Bigfoot dork. And then because I, I, I found a clip of it of him just basically throwing everything under the bus that ever, anybody ever talked talk to about Bigfoot. He's like, oh, they're all just a bunch of dorky guys, you know. They're all a bunch of like, you know. They don't even have their own depth tanks. They're all a bunch of nerds, man. It's like, it, not cool. It, it's probably, what he meant is that it's like that, that Lionel Hutz thing in The Simpsons where it's like, no, money down. It's just, yeah. I'm a Bigfoot, comma, dork. Yeah. Like he's addressing yeah, yeah. the viewer as dork. Because, um, the only time, and he had um, Bobcat Goldthwait on. Yeah. Yeah. And he was doing a film about Bigfoot, but it ended up just being like Blair Witch, but with Bigfoot in it. It, mm. was, it wasn't that good. Apparently, it wasn't that good. Yeah. But yeah, he, they briefly chatted about Bigfoot, and I saw that little segment of it. This was around mm. like 2011, maybe, I think. Yeah. So this, I think when he did the show, it must have been. Around sort of 2014, 15, I think we did that show. Yeah. So that's how long. But then after that, I there was Bobcat Goldthwait did a, f- uh, f- a film, but then he had been on Joe Rogan's show previously before that, I think. Yeah. And that, that's how subsequently I found out about all that. Yeah, because Joe Rogan's a whole other can of worms. I yeah. mean, just to briefly, I, yeah, I mean, because I'll say this for Joe Rogan. Um, he, so, so I think my first exposure to Joe Rogan was it, it was a, I think it was from a cracked article about um, comedian. You know, you'd see all these things about comedians destroying hecklers, and it was like, no, these are actually like the five best videos of like comedians like just shutting down hecklers. Um, and one of them was was Joe Rogan, and I and this must I don't know, this must have been like ten years ago. I was like reading this article. Um, and there is, there's, but the, the thing is with Joe Rogan, there is, if you type in like Joe Rogan heckler into YouTube, there's literally like dozens of videos because of, because of who he is and who like his fan base is. And because he's like a UFC guy, he gets a lot of just very dumb people coming to his shows, not realizing that he's like a stand up. Um, so they'll just get, you know, they'll just get wasted and stand up and yell shit at him. Um, and again, you know, he's a professional comic. He's been doing stand up for whatever, like 20, 30 years. Um, so he'll just, you know, he'll abandon, again, you know, no real interest in watching his act or anything. But the second he, like, has to shut up a heckler, it's amazing because it just happens so often and he obviously has to deal with it so much. So there's loads of videos and he probably, I will say, he probably does it better than any other comedian I've ever seen. Like, like I said, there's just dozens of videos of him online um, having to tell off hecklers. And it's fucking great. It's so funny. Um, but that's it. Like I said, that's that's all I can say for Joe Rogan. Like, beyond that, it's like, like you said, you know, it's weird that the title of a show was Joe Rogan Questions Everything when it's like, why doesn't he question, like, the fucking, like, right-wing nut jobs he has on it? Like, why didn't he question Alex it's, Jones it's when he had him on his show? Well, like, because he's friends with him, so he doesn't want to, like... Yeah. He doesn't want to rock the boat, maybe. Yeah. 
Oh my god, human decency. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shocker. But yeah, uh I just think mm. Yeah. Oh. That's all I know about Joe Rogan. I yeah. have no interest in Joe Rogan's show or anything like that, anything UFC related. Yeah. Uh, Maybe because like Brock Lesnar was in UFC for a bit. And, oh, he uh, was, wasn't he? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I like WWE to an extent. It's all right. It's okay. It's not as good as it was. But, um, yeah. And then there's yeah, CM Punk has now become a UFC and he's... Has he? He's been sort of uh, exposed. He's not actually that good, apparently. Yeah. He's not... I don't know when he's fighting next or whether he has had a fight, but apparently he's not. It's kind of all hype and he wasn't that good. I mean, yeah, all I know about UFC is that uh, Conor McGregor, famous piece of shit Conor McGregor, um, has apparently been arrested for, for being a massive piece of shit. I mean, who saw that who coming? Mustard Gucci jump. Um, God, yeah, what an asshole. Uh, it's just... Uh, ugh. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, it's not quite UFC related, but yeah, that's that's another sporting thing we talk about. Is that Anthony Joshua lost to a, a big fat guy? <laughs> lost the we're covering the, all sorts of ground. All the analytics will be yeah, coming our way. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, yeah, and a lot of demographics that we're going to be bringing in. But yeah, that's I mean that's that's kind of given hope to you know big fat guys all over the world, really, isn't it? They yeah, just be I stopped. Any- I cancelled my gym membership. they over that fight. I mean, I I literally I <laughs> haven't been to the gym in like a year and a half because I've been ill. But like I I went to the gym for the first time. Uh, last week, I think last Friday, and then Saturday night, yeah, this big fat guy becomes like a whatever it is, like heavyweight <laughs> champion of the world or whatever. Um, uh, yeah, and I was just like, ah, oh, damn. Well, yeah, maybe it'll work. You know, I don't, <clears throat> I don't have to get that fit. I just have to, you know, get bigger arms. Yeah, just, you just know, get keep really my, big arms. Yeah, I'll keep just, my gut, and then just be like a, a gorilla, or just yeah, massive arms, but everything else is really tiny. <laughs> yeah, I'll just, I'll, I'll just, I'll just roid. I'll just juice. I'll just, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, other, uh, other like smart people that are actually very dumb. I mean, we, I think we already talked about it because there's the, I think they're referred to as the four horsemen, aren't yeah, they? Those, those yeah. uh, oh my God, by, so uh, I know it's so <laughs> fucking lame. Looking back on it now. It's, but it, who was, it's, it's mm. Dawkins. So it's Richard Dawkins. Sam Harris. Sam Harris. It was Hitchens one of them. Yeah. And there was another guy, but I can't remember his name. I think he had like a. Beard, glasses, bold. Um, he might be. I can't remember his name, but anyway, oh, it might have been John Malkovich. It might have been that guy. Lawrence, his name Lawrence Krauss or something like that. He might have been yeah. one of them. One of these, or even um, what's his name? I've forgotten his name now. Uh, the uh, the, uh, uh, the guys into space, space thing. Oh, Neil deGrasse. Neil deGrasse Tyson, Tyson. might have been one of them. Possibly, yeah. I mean, he's maybe this is a bit before he. We everyone knew who he was, but that's a that's a good shout. Actually, Neil deGrasse Tyson fucking sucks. I mean, it, it, like it turns out he's like a gross creep anyway. But it's like, yeah, that talk about like a dumb smart guy. Fucking like, hell! Every time it's Christmas, he's got to come out with Happy Birthday, Isaac Newton. It's oh, like, oh god, was it? Was he born on Christmas Day? I, I probably. Check, I don't. Yeah, one happy of those. Birthday, Isaac. Newton. One of those or science guys. It's the new year, which has no scientific significance. Yeah. Like, is this? Is this? It's like you know what else has no scientific significance? Troll. It's the fucking Funko Pop of your dumb ass. Like just, yeah. I, yeah. That's I, Neil deGrasse Tyson ha- probably definitely has a room in his house full of Funko Pops. I think we can safely say that. Um, I, Big Bang yeah. Theory uh, on all day. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Sheldon is my is is my uh, is my bias. That's is, what. Uh, if you if you know anything about K-pop, K-pop <laughs> fans, that's how they say their their favorite member of the group. He, that's my bias. That's your bias. Sheldon wow. is my bias. <laughs> Sheldon is Bay. Um, Sheldon I was, is baby. Yeah. I was actually in. I was in. Uh, she, she say Sheldon is baby. Sheldon is baby. <laughs> oh man, the internet fucking sucks. Um, yeah, I was in London this weekend actually, and it was uh, the BTS were were playing at the O2, um, and so the, yeah, there were around like Waterloo stations. There were a lot of uh, very excited teens with uh, t-shirts of their favorite BTS guy um, on it. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I used to have hair like that back in the day. Bring it back, man. It's, <laughs> like, I know, I was like, it's hot right now. I used to have hair like that. <laughs> oh, you, not, you kids I, think I prefer, that's cool, huh? I prefer my hair like it is now. Yes, yeah, it's, it's more manageable. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, whoever the fourth horseman was, um, it's clearly just I think it was doomed. interchangeable because yeah. no one cared. Zizek? Was it, was it Slavic? Big old pervert? No, 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 no. no. Uh, I don't think it was Zizek. Uh, is he really known as an atheist? I thought he was just known as like a he's just a big horny popular guy. Marxist he's just like philosopher a, type. He's like a horny, horny guy. Isn't oh, he? there's he's the... Uh, Have you seen that video of him eating the two hot dogs? No. <laughs> it's just like, he's just walking down the street and like, I don't know what city it is, but someone just happened to capture it on their, on their phone. He's just on his own, just eating two hot dogs as he's walking, Based. <laughs> wolfing them down. Based in epic, yeah. Oh, the the elephant in the room, the the Jordan Peterson. Oh yeah, yeah, big time. Sure, moron. I'm sure people would be sitting there going, it, "What about Jordan Peterson?" Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, we've been screaming at that the the entire. Time. Yeah, yeah, probably the big daddy of them all. I think. Yeah, the 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 dumb. Is he is he Professor Jordan Peterson? Yeah, I is think so. somehow yeah. And there's um, Stefan Molyneux. Is another one. Well, yeah, but I think everyone like he, knows he's stupid. Like, he's it, just, I, yeah, it's just. A, I don't yeah. think anyone holds him up to any kind of. Yeah, like everyone knows Stefan Molyneux is just like a. He's just got like a weird, some kind of disease where he just. Like his whole thing was like can't shut up. He calls it defooing, where it's like. Abandon your family if they're like toxic or something like that. Yeah, like Scientology. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I don't. Nobody thinks Stefan Molyneux is smart. Uh, he's yeah. Everyone knows he's. But yeah, Jordan Peterson definitely people uh, make the mistake again. I think because he presents as Professor Jordan Peterson, uh, and the second he opens his mouth and that awful fucking Kermit the Frog voice uh, comes out, and you realise that he's just is like just basing everything on. He's just basing on these archetypes on fucking like Disney movies and shit. It's just like, who is this guy? Like, why? Why would anyone listen to this? I mean, I don't know if I should. I might cut this out, but I mean, his his his, his daughter, you know. His, uh... <laughs> oh, why? You saying she can get it? She's okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, okay looking. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Anyway, other than uh, that, hit, hit our line. Uh, what's her name? Peterson I Jr. Know, I don't know her name, but Jordan, I, I've heard he has a daughter. Jordan Peterson she's Jr. Like, but she's like really into like carnivorous diets or something like that, like high protein. I diets. did see something about that. Yeah, he didn't he he adopted like an all beef diet or something, didn't he? Yeah. Um, which is uh, yeah, I mean that that seems to be a big thing at the moment among uh, dumb people um, is like. Not necessarily weird diets, but but fasting definitely um, is like that. Like Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, keeps posting about um, going on fasts and stuff, and it's just like 
just don't like there's just like, thousands kind of years of, of evidence to show that that's not healthy like what are you do- like that's not good why are you doing that isn't that bring it back to arsenal isn't that some say that's why Ozil hasn't been playing as well because of um ramadan or something like that <sighs> i don't know i but then uh, yeah but like it's, like most salah's muslim isn't he yeah, that, yeah. Well, doesn't yeah. really okay that's, that's, yeah, that's that one out the plenty, yeah, there's plenty of Muslim players that like play really well. <laughs> like, Maybe it's just he's not very good. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. Fair enough. But Occam's razor, I think he's, yeah, he's just not because there's plenty of time in the year when it's not Ramadan, um, and he's also not good. So yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna. You're looking up. T- I'm just gonna, you're looking up. I just Peterson's daughter. Just 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 to remind myself. <laughs> just research. Just, just research. I just remind myself what I might have been wrong. It's like I think it was her. Um, like, while you do, I'm going to just grab it. I'm going to lean over and grab a beer real quick. Sounds a bit weird and creepy to say. <laughs> I just, I think, I think that it became a sort of like a, a meme temporarily. Yeah, I do. I. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I do. I vaguely remember. Um, yeah, seeing stuff about him. There was like some video where he's interviewing his daughter, or his daughter's interviewing him, or some shit. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I mean, I did. Okay. Yeah, I mean, she just, I. She just looks like Jordan Peterson's daughter. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's not... That's all right. What yeah, she's a beautiful young woman who just yeah. unfortunately happens to be related to the biggest dipshit in the world. Um, yeah, yeah. Peterson, Jordan Peterson, that's that's a good call. Big, big time moron. Um, and then the other two, I mean, the, the Sam Harris and Richard Dawkins um, also... Richard Dawkins is... I mean, he might have been the first did, one that I he noticed. He did invent the word meme. So, uh, he did, that's the other thing, and it's like he invented, but he invented it as like religion is a meme. Yeah, and like yeah. He came up with this whole definition that meme is like a like a bad thing, like a like a bad irrelevant thing that gets passed down from generation to generation that has no use, and now it's just used for like fucking like Kermit drinking tea or whatever. Yeah. He came oh. up with this whole like concept for what a meme is and everyone's just like lol fuck off like it's you know it's it's cats now it's cats yeah. now richard dawkins that's this is the this is your legacy you have, um, you have a shout out to uh, the uh, atheist republic <laughs> who will put like a picture of simon Pegg with a quote saying like being an atheist oh it's hard to have like a intellectual conversation with somebody it's so like hard, isn't it? Oh, it's oh, so hard God. for atheists. Oh. oh my God, it's so hard for them. Oh. oh, man. I, I mean, if we're talking about atheists, we kind of have to talk about Ricky Gervais, but I don't think he fits in the, the uh, dumb, smart people category because, mm. again, I don't think anyone thinks he's smart. Um, but yeah, man, he, he's been fucking mining that vein of atheism for... It's like- the only sort of thing was uh, Richard Dawkins maybe made one tweet that sort of went viral that sort of funny about the um, seeing a, a sign uh, with a, a, that said, need me a fat bitch. What could this mean? He's done a few of those where it's just like, he's, it's like he's like... <laughs> and there's, what's the other one? He's, uh, the lexicon uh, owned. I don't want to uh, own you as... I can't remember how the quote... The tweet went now. It's something like that. Yeah, he do, he does a bunch of those where it's just like he sounds like a fucking alien. He sounds like Data from Star Trek yeah. or something, and it's just like just that chill out, man. Sheldon's if you, character. Have you ever spoken to like a person? Like, yeah. does he just talk to books all day or something? Like, it's just oh. like because he's got he's got a bunch of those sorts of tweets. Where the, the one I was going to bring up is the one where he. Uh, 
talks about having watched two dogs 69ing. So it's in reply to a tweet. <laughs> it's in reply to a tweet where someone's saying like, D- you know, a, a human's the only uh, species that whatever, like, you know, do oral sex for pleasure or whatever. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, then Dawkins pipes up with this thing of, I once saw two <laughs> two dogs um, fellating each other simultaneously. And it's just like, wow, man. Like, that's, wow. <laughs> and um, what was it? I remember he did a program. That was quite barbaric, that one where they would dissect animals. Yeah, he did. And at the end of it say, see, there isn't a god because... Uh, Look at how a giraffe has evolved. Yeah, like, I saw. I think I saw the one where they cut open a whale. And yeah, it's just they like do things like that. Man, it's, that shit must stink real bad. It's like yes, we're cutting up animals and saying there isn't a god. It's like it's yeah, like, it sounds like paganism. Those two it? things are definitely related. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's just like why? Why did you have to connect those dots? Like, couldn't it just be like a scientific thing of like, and you know. This is what the organs of this animal look like. Instead, it's got to be like this is what so the organs of like this animal a, look like because of evolution, not because of God. Because of God. Yeah. Mm. There was, I mean, it, it, South Park's kind of you know it, it's got some dodgy kind of libertarian politics, but there was there was that uh, series of episodes they did with, about Richard Dawkins where it's like in the future everyone's atheists, so they they say science instead of God. So it's like, oh my science, science, damn it! And it's you know, it's just like that's a funny joke. But then it's like you know that fucking people like Neil deGrasse Tyson actually say that in real life, and it just makes me want to just chew my own face off. Like it's just so cringy and awful and shitty and dorky and. Ugh. But um, yeah, the other the other Richard Dawkins tweet I want to talk about was um. The one where, again, again, it's a sex-related one. This guy's very horny for a guy that's supposed to be, like, you know, above all of that. Um, it was, in, again, in response to... he. All of these things seem to just come from, like, shit that he either doesn't understand because he's stupid or he's performatively not understanding, mm-hmm. which is its own kind of stupidity. Um, but, yeah, he was... Uh, someone said i can't remember what it was they were like saying that something is better than sex like i can't like food some food or something was better than sex or whatever and he's just like have they had sex do they know how good it is it's just like oh yeah all right calm down horny dawkins like uh, yeah we've like i should really google this don't act like a fucking virgin like it's yeah we've all had sex and know that it's good like we're not literally saying that like fucking mac and cheese is better than fucking like uh, yeah yeah, what a fucking dork. And then, yeah, and then Sam Harris, I think, most recently uh, had that thing about the the milkshake attacks um, on all the sort of far right um, fuckheads, and he was saying that they're, you know their mock their mock assassinations. I mean, and that's pretty insensitive, given that you know a Labour MP literally was assassinated by a, a, a right wing nut job like two years ago. Like you know, Joe Cox got killed by that Britain First guy. Um, so it's like I think you know we're kind of beyond mock assassinations now it's just we just want to embarrass these fucking dipshits in public because I don't know that's just they're all bullies that's the language they understand so we've tried talking to them we've tried hearing them out we're just coming down to their level so fuck them drown Farage in milkshakes for all I care keep them on that fucking bus I don't, I don't give a fuck you find it no I'm trying to find it but it's all just uh. 
other really terrible tweets he's done. Yeah, trying to yeah. search for a specific tweet is like I can't, but I can't yeah. believe that that's not been made easier in like the entire time I've been using <clears throat> Twitter. Basically, it it's really like, wants me. Google really wants me to care about Love Ireland. Love Love Ireland. Love Island. Love Ireland. I, I've never been. I would like to. But that's. Um, I mean, that, that's that's a hallmark of a. a, a dumb smart person right there like a, a dumb person that thinks they're smart is um performatively hating love island like being being really loud about how much they hate love island i mean, i've seen that i will say uh, on the saturday andrew that andrew neil guy he was tweeting about how oh i'm watching the champions league and it's oh, it's terrible <laughs> why are you watching it no one's forcing you to watch it yeah no one's sitting there going i really hoping andrew neil has a hot take on yeah the champions league final yeah he's i mean yeah he's another Big piece of shit. He's like a climate change skeptic and a fucking yeah, yeah. Fuck that guy. Um, yeah, nobody cares what you have to say about football. And yeah, Neil. can't find it. Oh, come on. But yeah, all the Love Island people are like you know, all the people that hate Love Island. I should say um, that just performatively just say things like, "Oh, Love Island! It's so stupid. How can anyone watch this? It's mm. oh, this is this is television. This is entertainment. You people are morons." And then. Meanwhile, you know, those are the people that will explain to you. Uh, Rick and Morty is actually very intelligent. There's lots of science jokes in it. And it's just like, okay, the show with a character named Mr. Poopy Butthole is uh, only for geniuses. Okay, I got it. I got it. Uh, you see, it's funny because the, the pickle has Rick's face on it. Yeah. And uh, pickles don't usually have faces. I've, so that's. I'm going to uh, admit I've never watched Rick and Morty because I don't have um, Comedy Central or whatever. What channel is it on? Adult Swim. Adult Swim. Adult yeah. Swim. I don't have Adult Swim, so mm. I don't. I don't uh, I've it's, never uh, seen Rick and Morty. It's a good show that's been ruined by uh, it, it. As with many things that are good and fine, uh, it's been ruined by its fandom. Um, so yeah, it's mm. like like Game of Thrones kind of and like Star Arsenal Wars. It's, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So that's yeah. So. That's the the extended dipshit of the week uh, segment. All those uh, all those people um, are uh, yeah the junior funners dipshit of the week goes to just atheism. <laughs> it goes uh, yeah it goes to dumb smart people. Um, I tip my fedora to you, sir. Oh God, I, oh, that, uh, that, my lady. That, that reference is some epic bacon. Uh, yeah, for the win, may I, I add. God. Yeah, those guys. Oh my god. Yeah, we're getting into like you know Funko was, Pop guy. Territory. I was basically like uh, for Instagram when I made that picture with the. That was that, funny. That was a uh, because that was a costume piece my sister had for one of her dance shows. She was playing like <laughs> the Tin Man or something like that. <laughs> and um, yeah, I thought, oh, this would be brilliant. I could be like an atheist. Did someone say Magic Sky Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's so, too I'm accurate. So it's too accurate. I fucking hate it. It's, it's because just, I was. That's why I, was, I yeah. used to go to like the James Randy forums. That was another guy. Oh, James yeah, the, Randy. I don't know if he's still alive. The, what's his name? The Magical Randy yeah. or something. The yeah. Guys, the the buddy did come out of the hat. Yeah. The, <laughs> I, here's. I've got to show you how he did the trick. Yeah, like the the whole thing with like where he's like proving that Yuri Geller doesn't bend the spoons. It's just like you yeah, fucking know, like. <laughs> Technically, you can bend the spoon. You just yeah, exactly. You've yeah, you got to try and make sure no one's looking when you do. Um. <laughs> but it's just, yeah, that I mean, I'm sure you won't mind me uh, 
bring up but yeah a friend of the show uh mike bigby uh went through a uh he hardcore went through that that exact phase you're talking about and yeah a lot of um a lot of dawkins a lot of randy um yeah i think he, I think oh, he- michael Shermer was another one. i could go all day michael <laughs> Shermer, skeptic skeptic magazine god damn mm. yeah oh dear god yeah it's, it's just it's difficult being this smart you know it's because uh, yeah. there was a uh, the Monster Talk podcast that was hosted on Skeptic magazine website, whatever. And um, one of the guys from the Bigfoot show so it was Scott Herriot, who's done a lot of... He used to do a lot of TV work in the 90s, and he's had, like, cameos and extra work in films and stuff. So he's worked mm. in a lot of Hollywood and stuff. But he's been into Bigfoot, and he was a comedian for a bit, and he made... But he's been, he was on the Bigfoot... He used to do a Bigfoot show, and he, they had him as a guest on, on their Monster Talk. Mm. But they basically say... No, these animals are real because I'm smart. And but then, when they actually had someone on the show who could argue a case very quite well, I thought, mm. like they kind of came unstuck and they just went for sort of canned sort of responses and comebacks, sort of yeah, overstepping anything he would sort of come back at them with. Yeah, there was an example where he said, uh, "Oh, Jane Goodall, um, in an interview in NPR, said that." she thinks they exist, or she said she was sure that they existed, but she sort of went back and said she was a romantic and thought that these things could be real, and she's spoken to a lot of people who think they could be real. And then the guy responded by saying, well, what would what would, what would uh, make her so qualified? You, you don't know uh, Bigfoot's a primate. You, what makes you? So, what makes her an expert? You, she, she, what does she know? She doesn't know it's a primate. Like, what the fuck else is it going to be? Like, yeah. uh, like really? Like... Uh- yeah, it just it just became so it's just so funny to see them sort of yeah when they actually come up against somebody with some arguments but, yeah but anyway owning the owning the libs with facts they don't care about your feelings folks I mean that's well we didn't talk about Ben Shapiro oh, but yeah. again it kind of falls in the category and, I don't think anyone thinks he's smart he is like I will, I will say his sister. <laughs> Who's his? I, I don't know. His, I know that he's his cousin is uh, Mara Wilson, the mm. uh, the actress that played Matilda, uh, which is insane to me uh, that they're related. Um, but yeah, Ben Shapiro. Uh, he's what is he? He's like a three three foot nine, something like that. Three foot nine weighs about seventy pounds. I can't. Um, I can't abide his voice. His voice is annoying. His, his voice is as annoying as his personality. He's, he's got kind of like that Roald Dahl thing going, where it's like. He looks exactly how he sounds and deserves to look like that. Like, you know, he's got such a horrible personality that he deserves to look that fucking weird and gross. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, again, I don't think he's not like a dumb, smart person. He's just a dumb, dumb person. Um, but he is a grifter, isn't he? Like, you know, he's like a big time. Well, does like, he really need to? I mean, his family, I think, quite rich. Yeah, I think so. In many ways, doesn't need to, but yeah, but you know, when have rich people ever stopped yeah. wanting oh, more yeah, money? Yeah. <laughs> like oh, yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So he'll just keep you know ripping off sucker conservative people um, and owning the libs. Uh, man, he got very angry about the Game of Thrones thing, which was very very funny to me. Um, I thought it was fine. I thought the ending of Game of Thrones was was fine. I thought it was earned. I didn't. It didn't make me angry. But uh, man. Yeah, when shit like that makes people like Ben Shapiro angry, I'm just like, I want more of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's, yeah. Dipshit of the week is all those guys. The um, intellectual dark web, is it called? Intellectual dark web, yeah. All of the, yeah. You're, uh, you're- no, it's like the most 
milk toast, mm. non-interesting you know, thing. Yeah. yeah, the guy's just sort of, basically when it comes down to it, just sort of finding like code ways to talk about eugenics that aren't that subtle. Um, guys got kicked off of guys got kicked off of Reddit for talking about eugenics. Basically, is uh, yeah, all, all of uh, all of their Do people followers. get kicked off. I've been, never been to Reddit. I don't know how it works. Do A lot of times of they don't. Um, some subreddits get. I mean, I think like the incel subreddit got yeah, shut yeah. down, but then they like they just started another because mm. what would these people do without Reddit? Like they would just curl up and die. So they started like another subreddit i think or they they moved to another one of those like far right platforms um yeah and they did there was a big thing about 10 years ago where uh, reddit finally decided to get rid of all the child pornography um that was on there so everyone has to go to 4chan now to get that um that's where you get the real primo uh oh, that's <laughs> probably gonna no, no, i'm glad i didn't visit that's, these that's, uh, yeah um so yeah, like sometimes Reddit will take action, but mostly, yeah, no, it's just a, it's just a real, real deep well of uh, different types of shithead. I've only ever been to Reddit for like Pez stuff, sort of like to learn how um, sort of stats work or whatever. Mm. Anyway, that's all I've ever used it for. I d- yeah, I d- you know, sometimes you end up there when you're uh, when you. When, when you're whacking off, you know, sometimes you fall down a rabbit hole and things lead you to, to Reddit for a moment. But uh, yeah, that's other than that, I, yeah, I, I got no no reason to go there. And it's like weird that given that like, you know, there's a there's a Reddit for everything. There's a subreddit for absolutely everything. Um, I like porn. It's a, yeah, but it, yeah, or just, you know, like whatever, whatever interest you have, like, or whatever like hobby you have, you could go on Reddit and it, I'd still have no desire to you know as someone that's like obsessively into a you know so much of like you know alternative comedy and stuff mm. and different comedians and different podcasts and the west coast comedy scene or like you know UCB and improv people and all that like you know I'm, I'm well deep into all that and still just no never ever like looked up any of that on reddit and i'm sure i could and there's you know there's whole communities of people on there and i just uh, yeah no way no thank you yeah. Anyway, um, should we do some cultural appropriation? You got you got any recs for us? We yeah. should do the jingle first. Do jingle. So yeah, cultural appropriation. What uh, what we got for us? Uh, my record I'm going to recommend this week is by <clears throat> uh, Thundercat. Oh yeah. Called Drunk. Great record from uh, 2017. Yeah. Is that how would I des- describe it? Kind of like. Was it kind of jazz fusion? It's funk, kind of R and B in places. Yeah, it's. I love that album. It's, it's pretty, yeah. It's pretty, I've been listening to that, enjoying it. I tried to show my mum. She was kind of like, <laughs> "Whoa, mind blown!" It is you kind of gotta you gotta ease in yeah. to it because um, yeah, there's some stuff on there that's like yeah, quite. Uh, <laughs> I'd describe it as widdly. Because uh, my mum and dad are into that sort of prog rock era yeah. stuff. I thought there might be something interesting. That's in. what I kind of love about Thundercat is that like he's like such a like master. Like he he's such a like virtuoso and whatever, and he could he could make like the fucking worst, wankiest, like most awful like prog noodling type music. He could you know, he could he could make that fucking like dream theatre fucking porcupine tree yeah. shit. Um, 
and he just doesn't like he just you know he'll just make like songs that are like a minute long about his cat or about like getting drunk at the club and that and that's just it and like you know the song's like a minute or 90 seconds long and then it'll just move on to the next song like it's it's mm-hmm. yeah it's it's so great it's such a great album a lot of great um featured artists on those you know you got like kendrick lamar and uh pharrell and mm-hmm. there's that one song that's got kenny loggins and michael mcdonald on it which uh which which rules that's yeah love thundercat love that album and i retract what i was saying about um mac demarco's album being a bit mixy so if i you, you know you sort of grows on you a bit and you you know i gotta say i've been listening to it a lot i think i, I enjoy it a bit more now yeah I, I i really like it it is funny that like i um <laughs> my uh my, my girlfriend uh watches the uh the needle drop at uh oh yeah enough <laughs> I, yeah yeah i yeah I, I i that guy but yeah it was really really funny to me that like he was uh and I feel like this is going to be a fairly common thing, but like he was annoyed that like the album, like basically the album's not sad enough. <laughs> like that's what it comes down to. It's just like, all these sort of like, just sort of soft, like indie boys, um, are, like are just bummed that Mac DeMarco's like made an album. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, where he's like, it sounds like he's having fun and it's just like, you know, they're like, no, we want the sad, like mm, yeah. it's not serious enough. It's just, yeah. He's not using jangly, heavy chorus effect guitars. Yeah, it's trying yeah. to be more kind of mature. And, it's, and there, you know, there's, there's some sort of like somber songs on there. Yeah. There's a, a lot of the, you know, a lot of the kind of like cowboy related stuff on there. Is uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I like it. And that yeah. that choo choo song, that's fucking amazing. Like it's you know just sort of like a just a fun little piece of nonsense. Um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, we 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 gotta we can't just fall down the rabbit hole of talking about that uh, needle drop guy because there's there's a lot of stuff we could uh <laughs> yeah uh, um for my uh cultural appropriation rex this week um i'm gonna i'm gonna do i got a couple two tv shows um i got a double header for you to uh to binge Binge watch, as the as the kids say. Um, so I, I mentioned earlier, I was in London this weekend, and it was to watch uh, Rachel Bloom live at the London Palladium. She, of course, uh, created uh, and co-wrote and stars in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, which is all on Netflix. It finished uh, the series finished earlier this year. There's four seasons of it. It's all on Netflix. Um, really, really funny show. Just and it, it deals with a lot of kind of more serious stuff mental illness and uh sex and relationships and things like that but it yeah just really great it's it's a it's a like a sitcom but it's a musical so it's like you get like two or three like musical numbers per episode it's a lot like flight of the concords um in that each song is uh often kind of like a it'll be like a you know they they have some that are kind of like big musical numbers because rachel bloom's like a big musical theater person um so that, yeah, be a lot of the ones are just sort of like you know, kind of like musical numbers that you would expect in music. But then other times they sort of do specific kind of genres or, or types of song. Um, like there's one of the songs they did. They, she brought over like with her like a couple of like people from the show to do their songs from the show. Um, and there's this kind of like rich fuckboy type character who does a song that's like in the style of Drake, but it's all about just like going to the zoo when he feels sad. Um, which is I'm not doing a very good uh, job of describing it, but yeah, it's really funny. So watch Craziest Girlfriend on Netflix. It's it's really good. Um, 
And uh, the other thing is uh, I've just finished watching season one of Big Little Lies, um, which is on HBO a couple of years ago. But season two starts this week, I believe, um, with uh, Meryl Streep joining the cast, which is uh, pretty wild. Um, yeah, that's just a yeah great miniseries, seven episodes, um, phenomenal acting in it. From everyone involved, you got you got your Reese Witherspoons, you got your Nicole Kidman's, you got your Alexander Skarsgård, you got Laura Dern, you got Adam Scott. It's it's a uh, folks. It's packed to the gills with uh, with just unholy acting talent, um, and it yeah everyone everyone just fucking acts their their tits off in it. It's uh, it's yeah really 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 good. Um, so yeah, Big Little Lies and Crazy Ex Girlfriend. That's my uh, my recommendations for uh, for telly this week. We've got to break out of this thing where I always recommend a TV show and you always recommend an album. We've got to switch it up. It's supposed to like, be I don't really like... watch a whole lot of telly. Yeah. I only watch Murder, She Wrote, uh, Midsummer <laughs> Murders, oh, man. Dog Martin. Yeah. I have the uh, TV taste of, an, of, me, of, of a grandma. Mm. Uh, yeah. I just don't really watch a whole lot of telly. Yeah. Well, yeah, but the whole point is it's supposed to be kind of like everything, you know, like films and Poirot. books and that. Uh, watch, yeah. I like... Poirot. Uh, Fry and Laurie's uh, Jeez and Worcester. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. That, that absolutely rules. Uh, that's one of those things where I kind of hope they never remake it because it's just so perfect. Um, it's, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a great... That's a good recommendation, actually. Yeah, Jeeves and I think there's about four series well, of that. Even the, um, yeah. the audio play with Richard uh, Bryars, I think, isn't he? The I've not heard who, that. The guy who the, was from in, The Good Life. Yeah, from The Good Life. Yeah. He was in it. That was, that's pretty good. But I've not heard that. Yeah, I've, I grew up with Jeeves and Worcester. So. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, that was, I think, it, there were like repeats of it on the telly, yeah. and then I think we got it, my, my parents got them all on DVD, and we, yeah, we'd watch them. Mm. Was, uh, yeah, yeah, very, very, very funny show, um, and very clever as well, like just sort of, you know, like just the way everything sort of plotted out, and, you know, Jeeves always comes up with some scheme, and it like, you know, it's like, it's like he knows it's going to go wrong, so he then has to come up with a second scheme, Later on in the episode, and uh, yeah, there's all sorts of uh, japes and whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's good and then stuff. Jeeves always comes and sorts it all out. The yeah, because that Bertie Worcester man, he's uh, yeah. I, w- I, re- I watched. Um, so he's got like an aunt somewhere. He's got a lot of aunts. Yeah, aunts? a lot of very angry aunts. Um, yeah, I watched uh, that that Benedict Cumberbatch series, Patrick Melrose, where it's like he's like a guy that's like addicted to heroin and stuff but there's like a whole sequence in the first episode where he goes to new york in the 80s um and it's it's like it's like jeeves and worcester if it was written by irving welsh like it's like sort of train spotting version of jeeves and worcester like he's staying in this ridiculous hotel suite but he's just getting high off his ass on whatever he can get his hands on and he's getting like sweats and shakes when he you know when he hasn't had uh when he hasn't had a hit for long enough and it's yeah yeah that's that's a recommendation for another time. That's that's pretty. It's a pretty stuffed episode. How, how long have we been going for? It feels like we've been going for uh, a while. Twenty. Yeah, that's that's okay. So you got your money's worth. So leave us alone. Um, yeah. <laughs> until until next time. Um, bye.